Welcome to this episode of Software Lifecycle Stories. Agile transformations, like any other, are challenging for most organizations. This episode engages experts from PM Power Consulting, J. Veera Raghavan, Vishveshwar Hegade, and Anand Natrajan in dialogue, sharing their agile leadership coaching and consulting insights. Leaders embarking on agile transformations will find pointers in this three-way dialogue to help them get started. The podcast is supported with a case study that many of you may resonate with. We have a situation from Neeraj, one which has often been encountered by organizations moving to Agile from a conventional way of working. Let's explore this with our experts, JV and Vishu. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. So we have a situation here. Trailblazers Inc. is a leading provider of healthcare solutions to customers worldwide. They are headquartered in Cambridge, Massachusetts. They have a development center in Bangalore with 400 engineers and a small center in Cambridge with about 50 engineers. Trailblazers have decided to embark on an agile transformation journey. Their SVP of engineering, Mike Simpson, personally kicked off the initiative, targeted at improving predictability, reducing cycle time, and improving customer responsiveness. Mm. Mike wants Neeraj, who's a VP of engineering at the Bangalore Development Center, to drive this initiative with Scrum as the primary approach and complete the transformation within the next one and a half years. Neeraj approaches you as an agile coach to help him define and implement a program that will ensure the success of this initiative. So, how will you help, you know, um, Neeraj as an agile coach? Mm-hmm. Any That's thoughts, JV? Yeah, it's an interesting situation that, you know, most of us have encountered when we go through an agile transformation. Um, so, first of all, Neeraj needs to understand, uh, you know, uh, the program objectives overall. Mm-hmm. Set in place a set of program objectives mm-hmm. based on what Mike has defined to him, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Mike has looked at improved uh, predictability, mm. improved responsiveness, mm. and, and reducing cycle time. Mm. Now, uh, basically, Neeraj needs to understand where is the company today in terms of these parameters. Mm. Where does Mike want mm. the company to be uh, mm. in terms of these parameters one and a half years from now? Mm. So that he's able to actually define uh, something that's more realistic, meaningful, achievable mm. over the next one and a half years. Mm. Right? That's the first step that he needs to start with. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good first step. So know where you are, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, then start putting it's together a roadmap and then track it, right? Yeah. So once this is done, you know, how does he go about implementation, right? Since uh, Mike mentioned Scrum as the way to go, you know, should, um, you know, should Neeraj send a few people for CSM certification, right? And get them certified and then, you know, go forward? You know, will that work, JV? I think this is one... Uh thing that many organizations don't necessarily get it right uh, you know, okay. when they go through an agile transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they send a lot of people to a program. I've seen situations where uh, 150 people go through a CSM program. Company mm-hmm. organizes an in-house mm-hmm. CSM program for a lot of people. Uh, while by itself, the training is an absolutely important element in this whole exercise. Mm-hmm. Thinking that training will solve the problem mm-hmm. uh, and, and thinking that once you get trained, you'll go back and implement mm-hmm. what you learned in the program, especially in an agile context. Mm. is, is uh, generally doesn't generally work right mm. uh, you need a more holistic approach mm. that looks at the overall program objectives where the teams are and things mm. like that Take and then 
chalk out a plan mm. uh, that that involves a lot more systematic and holistic approach. Mm. Mm. That, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So, any any initial thoughts, Vishu, and recommendations on a or no, if you have a specific approach in mind, it might help Neeraj better. Yeah, I think I fully agree with uh, what Jerry said. Mm. Uh, because this being an enterprise-wide transformation, mm. it requires a holistic approach. Mm -hmm. uh, so Nira can look at some of those possibilities. For example, we uh, use an approach called ABC mm -hmm. approach, mm -hmm. uh, where A stands for assessment, mm -hmm. B stands for uh, you know blueprinting, mm. and C stands for coaching. Mm. So if you look at that, assessment is about knowing the organization mm. uh, status right now. Mm -hmm. So we use certain tools like mm -hmm. the instruments mm -hmm. and interview people at various levels mm -hmm. and various roles in the organization mm -hmm. and come out with some kind of a you know the findings or the where the gaps are mm -hmm. and based on that input uh, we co-create with the uh, right stakeholders in the organization mm -hmm. the blueprint mm -hmm. which okay. is like a roadmap about mm -hmm. this initiative how should they go about mm -hmm. addressing each of these mm -hmm. Uh, that drives then the coaching, training, mm. implementation aspects. Mm. So we see this holistic approach mm. uh, helps to then drive this program in a mm. comprehensive way. Mm. So Neeraj can really look at some of this approach to mm. drive. Very well, interesting, you know, sometimes, you know, this word holistic gets talked about so much, mm. <laughs> right? Um, but I think from whatever you are saying, I think there is a bit of a meat to it, right? It's not just a buzzword yeah that's right? a framework is a framework with yeah. which you approach it okay good good yeah that's interesting and it also sounds very easy just abc <laughs> how easy can that be um, so is there a role for senior management leadership in this case absolutely in fact uh, we call this approach as a sandwich approach that okay. means both bottom up and top down all right yeah uh, many times you have seen organizations tend to look at oh let's uh, address the team level issues and mm. let agile happen they are delivering mm. anyway yeah <laughs> We see that uh, leadership level is a 50% challenge mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, in terms of governance, measurements, the mm. way they need to change their style from mm. a command control to more facilitative leadership. Mm. So a lot of culture change aspect also needs to happen. Mm. Even thinking approach mm. needs to change at a leadership mm. level. Mm. And leadership needs to demonstrate their commitment and uh, influencing the team for this change. Mm. So they have a very significant role in the transformation. Mm. And, and probably training and coaching is involved uh, in this them. case as well. For, for, for the them. leadership as for well. The, for absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So you, you talked about this change in leadership style, right? Mm. Okay. So if they become facilitated, will they lose control? Not really. In fact, that's the way they can harness much more of the bottom of the pyramid mm -hmm. rather than they thinking and then the bottom does kind okay. of a mindset. Uh -huh. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> So maybe that's where the training for them, including ah, you know, how their style yes, of working yes. as a change will help them realize exactly. or allay some of their fears about, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, lose control. Mm -hmm. Okay, that sounds really comprehensive, uh, Vishu. Uh, so it brings me to one important aspect of this case, right? Mm. Okay. Uh, while engineers are largely based out of Bangalore, mm. uh, there is a set of people sitting in the US, mm -hmm. right? And with probably a few leaders there as well, right? How does Neeraj handle this aspect? Any thoughts from you, J.D.? It's probably nearest sitting in India. This is probably the biggest challenge for him, huh. uh, especially because of the time zone differences mm -hmm. and also the fact that the leadership, real senior leadership team, mm -hmm. is sitting in the U.S., mm -hmm. whereas the, the whole uh, you know uh, engineering team is sitting in India. Majority of the engineering team. Mm -hmm. First, we need to figure out since there are 400 engineers in India and 50 in the U.S., we need to figure out the composition of the teams. Mm -hmm. Is it 
uh, you know, teams that are largely co-located mm -hmm. in each of these locations with mm -hmm. all the roles kind of uh, you know, available for each mm -hmm. team in each mm -hmm. location. Mm -hmm. Or is there a case, exceptional situations where teams are distributed, mm -hmm. uh, some roles could be you know, uh, played by somebody in the US like for mm -hmm. example a product owner role or a product manager role being played by somebody in the US and the team is sitting in India. It's possible for situations like that, uh, sometimes even architects or senior engineers can be sitting in there in some mm -hmm. teams. We need to make sure that in those exceptional situations, uh, I'm assuming that a large number of teams are autonomous, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. uh, they have their own set of you know, roles being played by people in India. At least they should uh, move towards that. They should move towards that model. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, especially in a situation where there are distributed, we need to have uh, working agreements or team norms mm -hmm. for teams to work a lot more effectively, mm -hmm. right? Uh, cross-functional collaboration, <laughs> cross-geo collaboration, cross-team collaboration mm -hmm. uh, needs to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. Uh, and on top of that, uh, Neeraj also needs to look at constructs such as you know Scrum of Scrums, uh, Meta Scrums, etc., uh, uh, etc. Et team working mm -hmm. agreements and so on and so forth to ensure that collaboration is actually effective. Mm -hmm. and, and in addition to that, there's also a need for different layers of planning, levels of planning. Right? Okay. Uh -huh. You need to start with you know product roadmap level, you know planning to portfolio level uh, at that level, to release level planning, to sprint planning, and so on and so forth with appropriate uh, metrics and governance mechanisms at each level, mm. right? All of those need to be defined. And these plans uh, this, have this, to feed into each other. This feed into each other. So yeah. this whole cycle, you know, this whole uh, you know, set of things actually mm. works together mm -hmm. in making the whole program and plan meaningful and successful. Mm. Uh, and to add to all of these, I think when Vishu mentioned about uh, leadership training and coaching and things like that, mm. since uh, a number of leaders are actually based out of the US, uh, you need to make sure that they are also involved in the training yeah. and coaching. That's an important element <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, yeah. don't, don't So Nira shouldn't out. forget yeah. that part. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that sounds that's very interesting. Yeah. So there are two, three dimensions to what you said. Multiple locations. So improve collaboration and use cons constructs like Scrum of Scrums, Meta which scrums. actually Meta Scrums help you to improve collaboration. And uh, different levels of planning will help whole thing move in a coordinated way. Yeah. Right? And finally, make sure the leadership in uh, the teams and leadership in the US are not forgotten when it comes to training. And appropriate governance and review mechanisms at each level. That's okay. the metrics and things like okay. that. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. So now, I mean, let's see Neeraj launches into all of this and everything is happening. Mm. Now, how does she, uh, how does Neeraj know? I mean, this is all kind of working well. Mm. Any thoughts, Vishal? Yeah. In fact, as part of the blueprint, uh -huh. uh, we need to build in yeah. this governance mechanisms. Okay. Uh -huh. Both the, about the work as well as how the initiative is run. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, so, Neeraj can really leverage that. Uh -huh. What JV mentioned about layers of planning, uh -huh. uh, you know, synchronized mechanisms of governance and metrics feeding into each other. Uh -huh. uh, and tying these metrics back into the initiative objective uh -huh. Uh -huh. that Mike had Talked an expectation about. Yeah. about. Mm -hmm. So, that close the loop uh -huh. with that. So, it's not about just adoption or a process kind of measures, it's uh -huh. also about output and outcome measures uh -huh. uh, as part of the measurement system mm. that will ensure that really the program becomes successful mm. uh, and it then sustains yeah. and, and the, the mindset in this case in terms of governance and reviews needs to be a lot more facilitative yeah. okay. where the, the management okay. team I, as you know Vishu uh, mentioned about the, the style of leadership team, right yeah. style of leadership I think the the governance and reviews very often yeah. you know in, in conventional working tends to be command control driven right mm. whereas you know what we like in an agile setup is, is facilitating the teams and, mm. and saying why, you know, if they are not able to meet a commitment, 
not able to meet a specific metric or a measure, mm. what could be cause, you know, contributory factors and how can the management and leadership help? Help the process, the right? Process. Yeah. That's so essentially really the, the leader needs to ensure setting up of these mechanisms. Okay. That yeah. becomes his pivotal point to uh, drive this initiative. And the leaders are coached in doing it. Mm. There's a whole lot of inputs and recommendations yes. from you for Neeraj. So let me uh, summarize a few key aspects, right? Um, uh, firstly, define specific objectives for this initiative based on Mike's overall directive. Right? And track the program on an ongoing basis with respect to these objectives and align metrics at different levels. Secondly, use a holistic approach such as the ABC approach that we should describe. Thirdly, ensure senior leadership team at both locations have bought into the initiative and are fully committed to it. It may mean executive sessions and coaching for them to understand their role in the new context. Finally, use of constructs such as different levels of planning, scrum of scrums and meta scrums for effective cross-team collaboration and including ac across locations. Is that a fair summary? Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's okay. a good, good, good. So thanks Vishu and JV. Uh, I'm sure leaders like Neeraj would have found this session highly educative. Thanks for joining us.